0: Hello and welcome to the show. This is Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, your host, life coach, and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, we're discussing how to feel safer in the body. I consider myself equal parts spiritualist and realist. And what that means for me and how I've made peace of my spiritual parts and my human parts are that I believe that love is spirit and spirit is love. And what that means for me in terms of interacting with people in the world is that I hold compassion, love, care, respect for every single individual's Spirituality, their essence, their core, their soul. No matter how good they are, how bad they are, if they're criminals, if they're not, if they've hurt people, if they haven't, no matter what, I hold that in very high regard and esteem. But what I'm also aware of in the realest parts of me is that human beings, when I look around, when I stand back and observe, the human beings are animals. And just like in the wild, I understand and accept that there's a certain part of the human population that will just be predatory. And I think in a lot of our spiritual teachings and a lot of our open-hearted yogic messages, we don't do a very good job in this healing psychology wellness realm of talking about that because I think it scares people uh, I think we don't know what to do with that. So what I want to offer and, and a question I get asked a lot is, Nikki, do you really feel as safe in your body and your skin as you say you are, as you seem to be? And I really, really am. So I want to talk to you about how to feel safer in your body in the world. And I think one of the mistakes we make is we want to just feel safer. We just We just want to feel it, right? It's really nice to wake up and out of the blue, just feel safe. That's great when that can happen. And we can lock our front doors. Um, I have a dog that helps me feel safe. Um, We can do a lot that helps us feel safe. But if we just stop at safe being something that sort of falls out the sky is there or it isn't, we're not really owning our own power. And I think that a lot of people are scared to own their own power, not just own their own power to change and empower their lives, but to own their own power as a human being that is in this tribe where there are some predators. And those predators will look different. We have emotional predators, we have physical predators, we have sexual predators. And we're not doing a good job empowering our grown up selves. Or the younger people in society on how to manage this, how to balance this, and how to feel safe in the world with that reality. Now, it's interesting to me that we don't address it any better and empower our people with tools because it's not like we hide from it. Our news is largely negative, largely scary. We've never had this much true crime As a genre in movies, in documentaries, in podcasting, we have networks that are devoted to true crime. So it's in our awareness more than ever. Now, there are a lot of studies that are indicating that crime is down at the times when we are having the most exposure through technology from it. Now, the crimes that are up, that we think violent crime is down. As a human society, we think violent crime is down. However, sex crimes are up, okay? So in holding this spirituality and, it's not either or, and the reality of this human tribe having predators, we want to feel safer in the body in the world, now, when I went to New York a few years ago, I went and I brought my taser. And I had no idea until someone told me later that I was breaking the law. I could not believe that people were expected to get on the subway with nothing, not even a taser. Okay, And I, I'm not going to bring up guns and gun laws and all of that. that. That's totally separate from what I'm talking about. So often I carry a taser that is a tool it is non-lethal there is not permanent damage So I want you to know that those things are readily available. And if that resonates with you Those are available for you. They're easy to order online I believe many people are scared to own their power and own that there are predators in our tribe We would rather stick our head in the sand and pretend like it's not happening Okay, we are an emotional badass tribe, though, so we can't stick our heads in the sand and take care of ourselves at the same time. Okay, so consider the animals in the jungle. Okay, when they have to defend themselves, when they have to fight, when they have to protect their young, they don't put a lot of moral questions on that because they don't have the consciousness to do so. And I see a lot of people, particularly yogis, wanting to take a very peaceful path. I've heard more than five women in my life at parties and random places casually say to me, oh no, if someone attacked me, I just, I can't even see myself fighting back. And that has floored me. My inner fighter has always been strong. And when she has been beaten down and wounded and depressed, reviving and restoring and strengthening her has been integral to me learning how to take care of myself and to recover from the deeply dysfunctional childhood that I had.
1: Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about pivotal moments in history? If so, then try my new podcast, Calm History. It's a time machine of tranquility filled with immersive and fascinating stories from history. Prior episodes include The Pilgrims, Marco Polo, Henry Ford, Joan of Arc, Jackie Robinson, Klondike Gold Rush, Ancient Greek Olympics, Easter Island, and the Great Pyramid of Giza. There's also a six-part series about the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History. Or go to CalmHistory.com.
0: I think we're hearing a lot in PC culture about expecting the world to become a safer place. And that is a beautiful goal and a beautiful ideal. But I cannot walk into the jungle and ever expect there not to be a predator there. I don't believe that we will have a predator-free society anytime soon. So what I want to empower is one simple powerful thing Go to self-defense Now I didn't come to self-defense in the usual ways I didn't first enroll in a class and realize that I needed that In truth I have an uncle who is a policeman We grew up hearing from that uncle And other people in my family Direct messages on how to fight for ourselves Because we were taught that it was integral And I take that as one of the really healthy messages of my childhood. Often we're scared to scare. See what happens when we get caught in a fear loop? We are scared to scare young people about what could happen to them. And just like in healing being an art form, I believe empowerment is an art form too. Dealing with the realities of the world is an art form too. Knowing who and at what age and how to empower and how to name some of the things that we don't want young children knowing go on in our world because they're not ready for it. But I've, I've seen people argue that their teenage children who are out in the world dating aren't ready for it. And I, I disagree with that. I think that's denial. So I would encourage every adult who wants to feel safer in their bodies to do self-defense. Because your body will never be taken away from you like I can drop a taser or I can visit a place where a taser isn't allowed Your body is always with you and it is there to protect you I didn't come to this going to a self-defense class at first I came to this by starting to work in psych hospitals now that might be a little mind-blowing but anyone knows and psych hospitals are not exactly what goes down in the movies, but there are people whose reality is altered and who are very sick and mentally ill and scared and confound. And so there can be violence on a ward. There can be some scary things. So staff has to learn how to subdue without injuring. I find it incredibly empowering to know how to take down someone who's three times my size simply by turning an arm or throwing my body weight. That is a knowledge that no one can take take away from me. That is a confidence from that body knowledge that cannot be stripped from me. If you are in Houston, I want to recommend Urban Jungle I think they do amazing self-defense and understand the emotional components behind that self-defense. Krav Maga is, I'm hearing that more and more and more. Many people are seeking that out to learn self-defense. Empower yourself. I promise you it's, it's less scary to turn around in the dark alley and see what's following you than to pretend like nothing's following you while you hear footsteps. When we know that we can turn around and have tools to deal with whatever is there, no matter how frightening, we show up for ourselves. Does anyone remember, let's see, I'm 38, I'll be 39 this year. Does anyone remember growing up watching John Walsh's America's Most Wanted? There is an episode that sticks with me. Little bitty blonde child. Someone had tried to abduct her. I think she was about maybe eight or nine years old. She's small. Someone tried to pull her into a car. And they interviewed this child. She got away from her potential abductor who grabbed her and drove off and was dragging her down the street. And she very nonchalantly, like, you know, she didn't realize she was a little badass at the time. She didn't realize she was a big deal. But, you know, she looked at the camera kind of chomping on her gum and said, yeah, I knew what to do. I knew what to do because John Walsh told me to. I took one of those classes or I showed the show. I don't quite remember now. But simply because she had had the information to never, ever, ever get in a car and to fight, that little girl did. And she changed the whole rest of her life not having the trauma that was coming to her. We have to do a better job empowering. And highly sensitive people, you are not highly delicate you are highly sensitive. So that means you are the people in the jungle. I am the person in the jungle that can sense danger. That is an attribute. That is an advantage. Don't be scared to step into the power of your high sensitivity to help you feel more empowered in your physical human body. Thank you all so much for listening and supporting the show. Come check out the Awesome episodes we have for you at Patreon. I can't wait. I'm really hoping we hit that second goal and I will get to meet one of you patron producers for a free coaching session. So I can't wait to see who I meet and who the universe matches me up with through this process. Come find us at patreon.com/emotional badass for exclusive content and join me in our next live QA. Thank you for being my marketing team. Thank you for those five-star reviews. We will share some more of those uh, the next time we record. Those five-star reviews help the show more than I can describe. So thank you, Patreon producers. Thank you, reviewers. Thank you, listeners, for sharing the show. And continue taking deep, soulful care of yourselves. I will see you next time. I'm Nikki Eisenhower. I. I'm an emotional badass, you are an emotional badass, and together we are where Moxie meets Mindful. Thank you so much. Light and love. Bye-bye.
1: dot com.